Today, we're going to hear four inspiring stories of people from all walks of life, perhaps somebody you can relate to on how they are crushing it on Amazon. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. What happens when you've grown your Amazon business as much as you can and don't have the time or resources to take it to that next level? Well, that's where Thrasio comes in. Thrasio acquires category-leaning FBA brands from small business owners just like you, and they specialize in taking your brand to new heights while you profit from the growth. With more than a 1,000 experts at the top of their field in brand management, growth marketing, creative, and supply chain, Thrasio's operating team can grow your business exponentially. Find out today how you can make tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, when your business is managed by Thrasio's expert team. Visit Thrasio.com slash Helium10 to connect with Thrasio. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O dot com forward slash Helium10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon or Walmart world. And what we have today is a special episode because I'm going to give you some clips of some interviews that were in one of our recent uh, webinars that they called uh, Real People, uh, Real Profits. Um, I like to call... These kind of interviews, though, from average Joes and average Sally's. Uh, why do I say that? These people who we, we are interviewing, they're not average by any stretch of the imagination. They're they are crushing it in their own ways. But the reason why I like calling them average Joes and average Sally's is because they're kind of like the person next door, your next door neighbor. Uh, they could be you. You know, they could be a relative you have. They could have been you a couple of years ago. These people come from all different walks of life, and they did not have uh, you know, special knowledge. These people are not like huge influencers. They're not trying to sell you a, a course, you know, by being on the show. Um, they, they don't run multi-million dollar agencies. You know, we do love having those kind of people on the show, you know, like Kevin King and Tim Jordan and Brandon Young and, and people who can be considered like influencers. All right. We absolutely love having them on the show to get their strategy. Um, but in my experience, what we, I find is I learn from them. You like, I learn from those strategies they're using, but I don't necessarily place myself in like maybe a, a Brandon Young's shoes, right? Because I'm like, man, you know, Brandon Young is doing like eight, nine figures. Um, you know, he, he's got like a team of like 35 people, you know, that's just not me. Like, I just want to learn what he's doing. Right. But these people that I interviewed, these are people that I hope you can relate to. You know, um, today we're going to talk to somebody who who got started on Amazon in his fifties. All right, we're gonna have we're gonna have somebody who got started on Amazon in his teens. We're gonna have a military veteran. Um, we're gonna have somebody who came from a a six figure sales uh, you know job and and left it all behind for Amazon. So these are people from all different walks of life. And then the main goal with these interviews is to get you inspired. Like maybe you're on the fence. You're like, I'm not sure if I should um, sell on Amazon or not because I don't think I'm qualified. Well, hopefully when you see the success of these individuals who came from maybe a similar place that you're in, it might change your mind. Um, if you guys have been listening to the podcast for a long time, all four of these next interviewees um, have been on the podcast at one time or the other. So make sure to go check out their full episodes. 
if something, some part of their story um, inspires you. So let me go ahead and uh, give you guys this first couple of interviews. And the, the this first couple ones are with Paul and Salman. Here we go. One of the you know big excuses I hear out there sometimes is the age thing. All right. You know, it goes both ways as well. You know, there's people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. They think, you know, I'm, I'm too old now to, to get started on Amazon. I can't do this. I can't learn a can't teach an old dog new tricks. On the flip side, there's young people like, hey, I need to graduate college before I can think about e-commerce. You know, I need to graduate high school before I can get into uh, e-commerce. So what I've done is, is I've brought a couple of, of individuals that we've had on the podcast before. Um, they're not average, but I call them average Joes because their origin stories um, are definitely average as far as I'm sure a lot of you out there might be in a similar situation. Now, they're at the opposite end of the age spectrum. They're opposite ends of the world. Their uh, connection to Amazon is completely different. The culture is different. However, they kind of are in the same uh, situation now as they're well embedded into the e-commerce world. So our first guest here is is probably maybe one of the more familiar faces that we're going to have on today's video because uh, Paul has been on the podcast a, a couple of times. Uh, I've known him for a number of years now. Paul, it's great to have you back. Hey, Bradley. Great to be with you again. All right. Now, Paul, you know, you're known for a number of different things, especially your prowess in licensing and, and bringing your cozy phone brand to, to Nickelodeon and things like that. But I want to go back in time, all right, before you even got into the Amazon world, uh, I want to get into your backstory a little bit. If I'm not mistaken, you're in the military for a number of years, and then you got into the restaurant franchise business. Can, can you talk about that journey before you got into e-commerce, your origin story? Sure, Bradley. Uh, well, I know that I'm going to definitely date myself, but that's kind of the purpose of the, of the, the show today. And to be honest, I'm not sure whether I should be insulted or grateful to be in the old guy category. Now, hold on, Paul. Don't be putting words in my mouth here. I did not say you were an old guy. I know that I'm on the old of the spectrum. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, Bradley, I was probably started out my career graduating high school, maybe before you were born in 81. Oh, yeah. I was already around in, in 81, uh, just maybe just a little bit out of diapers. So you're around. So I, I went straight out of high school into the Marine Corps where I spent uh, 11 years in the Marine Corps. And honestly, you know, I had this entrepreneurial drive the whole time I was in. I was always reading books on, on real estate and other business opportunities the whole time I was in. I couldn't wait to, to get out and, you know, start chomping at the bit to become an entrepreneur. Uh, when I first got out, I started working for a small entrepreneurial firm for a while uh, and then eventually um, opened my own video production company uh, where we were doing like military training videos and things like that. Eventually, I sold that company and uh, decided that I wanted to try my hand in franchising instead of trying to build it from scratch. So I got into a pizza franchise called CC's Pizza. I uh, ran that for about 12 years. I had three stores in three different states that I operated. And uh, around 2015, that business was struggling um, for a variety of factors. And I was looking for a new opportunity. And that's when I discovered Amazon. That's a pretty long journey before you even got to Amazon. What about you guys out there? You know, did you go from one thing to the other, you know, over a span of 20 to 30 years, like, like, like Paul did, um, you know, 
you that might have got you thinking, hey, I don't think I can get into e-commerce. I've been doing something for a long time. Anyways, Paul, we're going to get back to you in a little bit. We're going to go up to the other end of the spectrum right now uh, as far as the age uh, factor goes on the other side of the world in Pakistan. And we're going to invite our next guest, Salman, up. Um, he's so young, I'm not even sure his parents were alive in 1981 when Paul graduated high school. Uh, Salman, uh, how old are you now? I'm 17 now. Okay, so 17 years old now. What about when you got into e-commerce? How old were you then? I was 15 years old. All right, now at the time you got started, um, I'm pretty sure that, you know, like even if you wanted to, you couldn't sell on Amazon USA uh, registering from Pakistan. It wasn't on the approved country list. It actually is now. Plus it, you know, takes a lot of money to get started. So what was the path that uh, you took? So the route I took was I became a service provider. I became an Amazon VA before I could, you know, invest my own money and risk it without because uh, being in Pakistan we have to invest a lot of money into PL because Amazon is not in our state we have to do FBA at all costs so it was really very expensive ordering a huge amount of uh, units from China and uh, the shipping rates the product rates they were really really high so we needed an investment of around 20 to 25 thousand dollars which I did not have at that time so I became a VA instead, and uh, I still am a VA, and I have my own Kindle launches on Amazon as well, but uh, no product launches still. So, you know, here in the United States, like 15, 16 years old, um, if you're working, you're, you know, maybe working at McDonald's or fast food or mowing lawns or, or things like that, um, probably making minimum wage. But in, in Pakistan, if you're 15, 16 years old and you're working, What's the typical job that you you might be doing? Someone my age does not work in Pakistan because the mindset over here is nowhere close to what is what it is in the USA. Uh, people over here think that uh, our kids do not need to work until they are twenty five or twenty or twenty eight or something, because over here there's only one provider for the family and that is their fathers. Only they provide for their families, even if they have 10 kids, even if they have five kids, they are the only one who provide for their families. That is the mindset over here. And it is this, it is still the mindset over here of people that they do not need to work until they are 25 or 28 or 30. Wow. Okay. So um, not only did you have an age barrier, but you also had a cultural barrier since it's, uh, I didn't realize that in your country, you know, usually the the you know the teenagers don't work in the family it's actually the the father or the husband is the principal breadwinner um now we're going to get back to you in a little bit let's go back to paul now for uh, a couple seconds here now now paul without uh completely aging yourself uh were you in your what 40s or 50s when you made that switch from that you know restaurant world to amazon so it was uh 2015 is when i started selling my first products on amazon and I would have been 54 at that time. All right. Now, now, how did it feel, Paul? You know, so long <laughs> in the military, getting used to that, and then so long in the uh, restaurant business, you know, over a decade, uh, um, you know, going from managing CC's Pizza to completely flipping yeah. the switch and going into e-commerce. I imagine that was kind of a, a scary transition. Yeah. Well, you know, I had uh, in the CC's Pizza era, uh, which was about 11 years I had a total of uh, 70 employees and about 10 different managers. 
And it was a wonderful time while it lasted, but the, the concept kind of suffered over time. Um, and look, looking at Amazon was really a plan B for me. Hey, what am I going to do if, if this doesn't work out? And so it was really exciting. I'm, I'm a geek at heart. You know, I was building my own computers in the mid 80s and, you know, watched the birth of the Internet. And so, man, putting together ways to make money and the Internet together was fascinating for me. I love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Let's go ahead and switch back to uh, Salman for a little bit now. Now, uh, Salman, I remember your story about how you got started in e-commerce. Now, you were going through a, a tough time in your life. Uh, you're depressed and, and your dad was getting upset that you were only watching Netflix right in your room and staying in your room all day. Uh, he told you to do something different. So you found a, a certain YouTube video, right? So I found this uh, YouTube channel where it, its title was how I make money, how I make a, a, a 100K online. So I watched that video. It was about content writing. So it really motivated me. I thought that my English is good. I can write essays or articles or stories or books. So I entered into e-commerce via content writing. I wrote enormous articles. I wrote tons of articles for uh, international forum. Its name was The Sun Magazine. So I wrote around 2000 articles for them in two months. And uh, they did not accept a single one of them until one uh, they accepted one article and the first payment of my entire life when I was 15 years old was 1600 US dollars. So that was the point where I got even more motivated. And uh, before entering into e-com, I was making around 500 to 600 dollars every month. And uh, when I came into e-commerce uh, via enablers, uh, I did their VA course and uh, the, the Amazon journey started from Feb 2020. I was learning Amazon by myself. Then I started the course in June 2020 and I got my first client in July 2020, even before my course ended. All right. So for your agency, you know, that you went uh, ahead and started, what are some of the services that you guys offer? We're offering 20 services like uh, PL. Wholesale, Kindle, Etsy, Walmart, eBay, and uh, US company formations, LTD formations, and uh, website development, software development, financial consultations, etc. So now my team is I have 22 employees and working under me, and our revenue is about to cross 1.2 million uh, within one financial year. Wow, that's a lot of uh, employees. Now, that 1 million, that, that's uh, Pakistani rupees. About, about how much is that um, per month in US dollars? Uh, that is around $6,900. All right, so now you said, you know, people your age don't usually work. So what about just the typical worker at all, like like an adult, like in, in maybe a, a lower end office job? Like how much would they be making per month in, in Pakistan? Uh, if you talk about beginner level jobs, they are like uh, even lesser than $250. And even if you talk about high level jobs, like a manager or someone or a general manager, he is making around $500 to $600 or, or, or you could say $1,000 if he is in a very big or international firm. 
Wow. So that's like uh, five, 10 times as much your agency is generating in revenue than the typical adult uh, office worker in your country. That is impressive. So speaking of revenue, let, let's go ahead and switch back to uh, Paul. So, you know, fast forward all, all of what you had been talking about. Now you started selling uh, on Amazon, you know, middle of or around 2015 or so. What are you up to in what you've grossed as far as revenue goes? You know, are we talking seven figures? Are we talking eight figures? Uh, roughly how much? I think we're getting close to 20 million on Amazon now since I first started in 2015. Wow, 20 million. So um, I think it, uh, it's maybe safe to say that you do not regret making that decision to switch to uh, e-commerce from the, from the restaurant business, huh? Uh, it was phenomenal, man. And, you know, I remember going to um, SellerCon. I think you and I spent some time in SellerCon in Orlando. And after my talk down there, I had several old guys come up to me and say, Paul, we really appreciate, you know, your perspective on this because they were in my same shoes. And it's pretty scary to think about starting a whole new thing or starting over at 50 years old. And they were inspired and I was happy to inspire them. All right. I, I love it. I love it. Now, you know, like you said, you, you've talked to other people who are in your shoes, you know, they're at SellerCon. Now, now what about somebody who might be watching this right now who, who might have been in your shoes? Maybe they're in their 40s. Maybe they're in their 50s. Maybe they're in their 60s. Um, they've been doing something else for a while. Uh, what would you tell them if maybe they're feeling a little bit hesitant to like think because, oh, because of my age, you know, I don't know if I could do e-commerce. What, what, what would be your message to them? You know what, uh, Bradley, the other day, not the other day, but a couple of weeks ago, I was at AMZ Innovate in New York. And I was inspired by the couple sitting in front of me looked like they were in their 70s. <laughs> I thought, wow, when did these guys get started? So, you know, you set your own limitations, right? And it's a matter of what you can learn, really. It's all about learning. And, you know, and not to, you know, inhibit yourself by saying, well, I've, oh, I've got these habits or those habits. You know, you can learn. If you can learn, you can earn. All right, Paul, uh, thank you so much uh, again for your words of wisdom uh, here. You know, it's, you're always a very inspiring story, you know, about your journey to, to e-commerce. And, you know, you show that really anything's possible regardless of your age. So we're definitely going to be following you uh, as you continue on your, your journey. And thanks for coming on here. Thank you, Bradley. Appreciate the opportunity. All right. So let's switch back to uh, Salman now. Um, Salman, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you the same question uh, I asked Paul, you know, so, so maybe there's, there's families out there who, who have, you know, teenage kids uh, or young adults and, you know, they're kind of hesitant to get started uh, selling on Amazon, or they think that maybe they're too young to get started in e-commerce. What would be your message uh, to those young people out there who, who might have been in your situation that you were a couple of years ago? Uh, basically, what I think is there is no age barrier. You can do whatever you want, even if you are very young or if you're very old. I've seen success stories of 60-year-old, 65-year-old, even the kid you met uh, before uh, a little time ago, he was publishing books on Kindle. He was seven years old. So I don't think there is an age barrier at all. It's all about the mindset. We need to change our mindset. Our parents need to change their mindset because what their mindset is, is our kids do not need to work at all because we are the providers for our family, uh, which I discussed before. So before changing the mindsets of the youngsters or the teenagers, we need to change the mindset of their parents. 
Interesting, interesting. So uh, you're not just talking to the young people out there, but also any parents who have, you know, teenagers or maybe early uh, kids in their early 20s, um, you know, maybe maybe think about what you're encouraging your kids to do or not do as the case may be. Well, Salman, I would like to thank you too again for coming on here. Very inspiring to see how much you've accomplished at such a, a young age. And we're definitely gonna be watching your journey as well. So what did you guys find inspiring about Paul or Salman? Um, they both overcame obstacles that maybe other people don't overcome. You know, Salman had cultural issues, um, you know, where people don't normally do what, what he did in his country. Uh, Paul, you know, could have easily looked and said, you know what, I've been doing this restaurant thing for a while. You know, I'm in my 50s now. There's no way I'm going to learn e-commerce. I, I bet a lot of people in their 50s might have reasoned that way, but he didn't. Right. So if you guys are in similar situations as them, you know, what can you learn from their examples? Now, these next two are a couple favorites from our, our old podcast uh, episodes that we've done. One is a, a former veteran who who thought he ha had to do this crazy uh, menial to him job when he got out of the military and the other one is from the opposite you know uh she came from you know university degree and and six-figure sales salary and and why did she go to amazon so let's hear their story now i didn't plan it but but their name they're both uh, both of their names starts with s as a matter of fact uh chan chan has two names that start with s i really want to make s the theme uh the theme here but first up we've got uh sharon now sharon um tell us just you know like your your one minute backstory like you know what what you thought you'd be when you grew up, what you ended up doing for uh, 20 years, what you thought you were going to have to do when you stopped that, and then how you got into e-commerce. Okay, so uh, 18 years and five days old, I joined the United States Navy, did that for 22 years. Uh, if you can imagine, 22 years of having a stable check every 1st and 15th is something you get used to. Um, I did not take advantage of college while I was in there. I was too busy protecting the nation. So when I got out, I thought to uh, become a GameStop manager or a Walmart reader uh, to supplement the potential p pension that I would get from the uh, military. Found a guy who put me onto Amazon, and I've been doing Amazon for about four years now. Uh, well, next may be four years. Since then, I've grossed over a million dollars and um, doing well. Awesome. Awesome. So you're, uh, you know, a couple years of selling Amazon million so far. So like, what would you say? Like, uh, average, like, like, you know, four to $500,000 gross revenue per year. Uh, yeah. The, the first, the first, you know, 18 months is all about building. So last year I, uh, I hit 440,000 this year, I'm going to hit 430,000. So I think I'm starting to plateau with this one product that I have. And I think that's all I need. Okay. Right awesome. Now. Awesome. I mean, and that's your full-time gig right now. That, that's your main income, right? Excellent. All right. Now, now, Shan Shan, what, what about you? You know, what's your uh, one minute story? Like, you know, what, what did you think you were going to be when, when you graduated college, if you went to college and what was like your first, you know, your first job and how did you make that transition to uh, e-commerce? Sure. Yeah. So, um, after I graduated college, I went into sales, um, tech sales and, and I, rode that wave at different companies until I moved from Vancouver, um, Canada to USA. And I was doing that, but I was obsessed with the idea of passive income. Um, and I knew for a year that I wanted to do e-commerce and I watched YouTube videos, hundreds of YouTube videos about 
it before I finally decided um, on April 4th when the Surgeon General said, everybody should wear face masks. That's when I was like, my first product is going to be face masks. And, so you started uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic then? Yes, on April 4th. Thank you, Surgeon General. Wow. Okay. So, so that's a, you know, we have one person here who went from being in the military transit, you know, for, for years and years transitioning uh, to e-commerce and, and you went from um, uh, the sales, you know, market for tech and going to, to, uh, uh, now didn't you start, did you start on Amazon or did you start on um, another platform? I actually started on Etsy. Etsy. Okay. So Etsy. So, but either way, still e-commerce, you know, still online yeah. uh, marketplace, but you, you could see there, they, they have ended up kind of almost in the same boat here as far as, you know, what they're doing now coming from completely different uh, educational backgrounds. You know, as Sharon said, he didn't even attend uh, uh, university or college. Uh, Shan Shan did. And, you know, completely different and ending up in the same space. Now we just mentioned Etsy with, uh, with Shan Shan here. Uh, Sharon, are you, have you tried out any other marketplaces yourself? Yeah, this year I actually uh, branched out and uh, started to diversify. Around May, I started out with Shopify, and just September I opened up on Walmart. So I'm on on my own website, and I'm in Walmart right now. Okay. And Shansha, what about you? Etsy, Amazon, any other marketplaces for you? I also have Poshmark, Shopify, and increasing rapidly is Walmart. They just accepted me into their Walmart fulfillment program, which is like Amazon FBA. And after joining that program, my sales immediately doubled. So Sharon definitely joined their program. All right. All right. We're going to have to check that out. Now, um, you know, both of you, uh, I believe, you know, this is like your main income now. Um, and, you know, it's you, you don't have to be a eight figure seller to be able to have e-commerce as your main income. But, um, you know, Sharon, for you, you know, you, this is probably a big change from 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 being a Walmart greeter as you thought you were going to have to be when when you when you got out of the military. What are some things that you've been able to do over the last year or two financially that you probably would not have been able to do had you gone on your original what you thought was going to be your career path? That's a good question. Um, of course, having a wife and kids, telling you know your family that you're going to start a business is a big jump. And that you need, you know, fifteen thousand dollars to start it, you know, from the thirty thousand that I had saved up for a house, is a is a shock to the uh, the plan. And my wife finally agreed, you know, over you know, a week or two of agreeing to let me go this way. Um, she finally let me do it. So at the beginning of year three is when I first started to notice that I can comfortably take out a set amount of salary for myself. And my first year salary, I went out and I just bought her a brand new car cash as a thank you gift. You know, 21 Toyota Camry. That's what she wanted. Thank God it wasn't something bigger than that. <laughs> you know, very nice. And, um, I've never been able I've never heard of anybody in my family being able to pay out right in full a brand new car. And I think that was a good thank you gift to her. So, you know, thank you for letting me go through my passion to provide for this family. I love it. Now, now, Shanshan, what you um, a lot of your products are, uh, you know, you, you do face masks. I know you do like socks and different things like that. Um, if you were to estimate how many units you have sold, not not dollars, you know, um, but how many units you have sold, like how many face masks total, how many pairs of socks? What are we talking about? Like, you know, 10,000 more, what less 100,000. My guess would probably be 20,000. 
about 20,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how does it feel to know that there are tens of thousands of people walking around out there using your a product that you yourself imagined and created? It feels amazing, especially since it's face mask. And I joke, and this is completely a joke, high respect to the first responders. But my boyfriend's a doctor, and I joke that maybe I have also saved lives. Because if I put 10,000 masks on people, that could have saved their life. There you go. There you go. And then it's amazing. I don't know. I don't know if, or, or, or Sharon, I know what Sharon's product is. I don't think it's something that you would actually see walking down the street, but, but I don't know if this has happened to you, Shan Shan, but one of my, it wasn't my product. I was just working for a company. This is like six, seven years ago. And it was a, it was a cell phone case. And these guys were doing ridiculous numbers. I mean, they were selling like every day, like a thousand cell phone cases a day, more than a thousand cell phone cases a day. And so let me tell you the first time I, I was in a post, I'll never forget. I was in a post office and I was just looking and you know how people are in lines and post offices, they're looking on their phones, right? I'm like, oh my goodness, that, that, that's our phone case. Like, like, and me personally, I was the logistics guy at the time. Like in those days, I didn't know anything about Amazon except how to send stuff to FBA and put stickers on it. But I was like, I guarantee that my hands were on that case because I either package it to go to FBA or I package it as a fulfilled by merchant order. And there's a person who went out and bought that product and they're using it. Like I even went up to, I was like, Hey, where'd you get that product? Like (laughs) Amazon's like, yep, I knew that. (laughs) But, but guys, uh, you know, like, can you imagine if that ever happened? Like if you see someone with your socks, just walking down the street or your, or your, your mask, uh, Shan Shan, like how that would make you feel. That I would feel exactly like you because I have also touched all of them. Like I think I've packed, you know, 20,000 products myself with my bare hands. So, um, mm. yeah, that, that's, it's really cool. And, you know, I hope to grow it more and get it into the hands of more people. Now back to, back to Sharon, um, you know, there are many who might have been in your military boots, you know, uh, as you were like three years ago, who's like, you know, Man, I don't, you know, maybe they didn't think they were going to be a GameStop manager or Walmart gear, but, but they might be unsure. They might not even have a plan of what they're going to do when they, when they get out. So uh, it's not to say that er- I'm sure you're not going to say, oh, every single uh, veteran out there needs to consider selling on Amazon. But what would you tell other, uh, other veterans out there or people who are about to get out of the military? What would you tell them to encourage them to maybe give selling on e-commerce a try? Like, why should, why would you suggest doing that? Oh, okay. Well, um, for starters, it is very easy to start up an e-commerce business when you have a job. You have a job that's paying for all your bills and you don't have to worry about the, the risk you take with ads or the risk you take with this one product as much as somebody who doesn't have a job. So I always encourage my uh, fellow chiefs, veterans that... Um, your last year or two before you get out, you're already developing a plan to succeed after the military. Why not consider passive income while you're considering your path? And passive income, as Shansen said, is great, man. It's really great. And while you have a job, you can devote some of your time. It's not it's not time consuming um, as much, right? It's not as much time consuming as a, a 10 hour, 12 hour day at a job. Right. Devote four or five hours right when you get home from from the military, build your business. And by the time you get out, if this is something that you want to create as your primary source of income, go for it. You know, the risks are minute when you have uh, a stable uh, job. Mm -hmm. So give it a try. Okay, And then 
you, Shanchen, you actually come from what some people would would consider, or not some people, most people would consider, like, hey, this is a pretty, you know, stable job. I think you you had like a, a six figure income back in the day in the in the sales industry. Um, but you know, why would you encourage people then to still like, you know, hey, if if you're uh, under or under what circumstances? Would you consider somebody, hey, you might want to, you know, check out selling online, even though you, you quote unquote, made it in, in the uh, corporate world? Who, what kind of people would you suggest to, to consider selling online? So one of my favorite quotes is from Warren Buffett. He said, try to find your form of play career. And I love that because um, I think Sharon's right. Don't quit your job. <laughs> but one of the things side hustles that you can do after work is e-commerce. It's perfect for that. And once it grows big enough, um, you can wake up every day and be excited. I, you know, there were times in the past when I felt like I lived for the weekend. Like I just worked Monday to Friday and then finally the weekend was here and I was so happy. But now every day feels like a weekend. So, um, you know, if, if you can work, af- uh, work after work and start your e-commerce business, you can get to that lifestyle. I love it. I love it. All right, guys. So here we have another two individuals, completely different educational and life and work backgrounds. Again, ending up in the same similar place, uh, selling hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, a year uh, on different marketplaces online. Anybody can do this, guys. And it doesn't have to be, oh, uh, I need to like quit my day job and just go all in. Oh, I need to like, you know, just get out of the military and just go into Amazon. I mean, People from all walks of life can achieve whatever level of success they're looking to get on Amazon. So here we've got two examples that that are crushing it, and it's going to be exciting to see what you guys uh, are going to be doing next year. So thank you again, Sharon and Shan Shan, and and we'll we'll reach out to you next year and see where you guys are at. Thank you. Have a great one. Thanks, guys. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed these four interviews. You know, like I said, I call them average Joes, average Sally's, because really they, they could be any one of us. Could they have been you? Are, are any of you out there perhaps in a similar situation as them? I uh, hope this inspired you to, to take action if you haven't taken action yet. So if you like these, you're going to like our next two. So in the very next episode, we're going to have a four, I'm going to say four and a half more interviews that half you guys are going to understand what that's about when you when you uh, listen to it so in the next episode we're going to have four more interviews from people with a complete different set of backgrounds than these ones that you uh, saw in this one so if these uh, didn't inspire you hopefully that next episode will so i'll see you guys in the next episode